Wagwan, Mr. Maps. Yeah, boy, yes. What it do, what it is. What it does. What it do, what it does. <laughs> You're alive. I'm alive and blood clad kicking, my G. Ah, Siabonga. I'm a celebrity. I'm a celebrity. And now, <laughs> I, I were glad to be right to see me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we must, we must. We must show up on the other side, see right? <laughs> see, 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 we're the assistant. We're the ones, 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 Ah no, yeah, it's tricky. Uh, it's a wow, it's, it's a tough one. But okay, uh, welcome back, guys. It is another episode of Six Foot Weights, your favorite hour with your favorite cheese boys. Uh, my name is Tabo, and I am Senna. Fantastic. That's your favorite lawyer, <clears throat> your famous lawyer. SAPC radio gonke very so so kseli e clubhouse upele uzotaha senas in a room or senas hosting a room uh discussing IP. When are you launching your clubhouse platform? Yo, I've never even thought of joining or downloading clubhouse at all. Like it hasn't crossed my mind not once. So yeah yeah you're trying to um hold off to be cool? No not trying to hold off to be cool. But hmm. I remember remember when level, f- oh, I don't know what you guys call, but when level five hit and it was peak lockdown and we all had house party, mm-hmm. <sighs> like all those things that came from like the lockdown, I think I got tired of it very quickly. Okay. So when club, when people were, oh yeah, clubhouse, clubhouse, I'm like, yo, again, another mm-hmm. thing, another one. <laughs> <laughs> another one. <laughs> and then remember, Telegram was a thing for a little bit. Yeah, but wasn't why. that because uh, VPN and whatever they were blocking WhatsApp and uh, what team team stuff oh, like that? Oh, that was in Zoom. Yeah, yeah, that was in Zoom when Telegram was 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 blocked. Yeah, where people couldn't message and whatever. And then obviously WhatsApp um, also started doing a manyala with uh, what's his Oh name? no, it the was privacy. a privacy update. Yes, exactly. And then people. Active like they change something material and now all of a sudden they're scared. To be honest, those <laughs> terms are the same as they've been this whole time. <laughs> Changes were very minor, to be honest. Gap you should that. actually you should actually go into that one of these days to, to tell people what you really because I know our Tinto Tinto was out of there quick, hey? Tinto was like Oh yeah, no, Tinto, Tinto, Tinto went too. <laughs> And you never know with Laura. I mean, again, I feel like if you if you are talking about sensitive things and whatever and guatintini, sure, right, it makes sense, right? But then if yeah. you're just jablani from around the corner, sit down, bro. Like, <laughs> them niggas yeah. Don't care. Well, I guess the chats are still like encrypted end to end and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. But the the problem is, right, by virtue of having a cell phone, you have you you bring on yourself an air of vulnerability already yeah and you join any social media platform you're literally trusting those people with your personal information and hoping that they preserve it now the the problem is the consequences for those guys even if their privacy policy is like airtight and they'll say we'll protect your personal information we'll do this we won't do this we won't monitor your chats 
Yeah. The problem is if they breach any of those regulations, the amount of money that they have to pay, like you told you to you're fining Facebook one million US dollars. That's nothing, bro. Yeah. Guys can pay that ish in their sleep. So and even here in South Africa, right, all these big companies that sell off your cell phone number, they'll be like, no, we'll incur the fine. I even had a client the one time who said, <laughs> no, 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 um, it's fine. We can breach personal information, local zinis, because the fines are minimal compared to the amount of money that we, we can, can make, make selling your wow. information. Wow. So. Wow. Trash. The moment you join these, these networks, you just need to use it responsibly. Don't say nudes. Don't start unless obviously you trust Uti. They won't care. So you're telling me Snapchat can unleash people's nudes anytime? They probably can't, right? I mean if if, if they did that would be a huge yeah. data. Okay, launch. so that would that would right. that would screw up yeah. the money, basically. Yeah. But for example, if they monitor your use of mm-hmm. the of the service so that yeah. they can sell those that data that kind of behind the scenes data to someone else mm-hmm. to show customer trends to show how to target ads at you and all those things even if they're found to have breached that probably like a minimal price that they'll pay and so it's that, worth it most yeah it's usually worth it. and most governments don't have the infrastructure to even monitor these things <laughs> i gotta remember, remember when when zuckerberg was was being questioned by i'm not sure who it was the american government about mm was a parliament i don't know what their parliament or whatever it was about mm. facebook or was it the cambridge analytica thing yeah 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 and one of the guys didn't understand the simple concept of how social media works <laughs> ah, man. and these are the guys who are meant to be prosecuting it and enforcing these fines so ah. uh, they'll they'll keep getting away we're far away far away well what a somber note to start the podcast <laughs> <laughs> But uh, either way, we move, we move, we move. Um, so yeah, let's go straight into into housekeeping. Uh, I, I keep sounding like a broken record, but guys, uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. It's six foot weights. So if you just search six foot weights the same way that you would search, you know, the, the Twitter handle or whatever on YouTube, um, you should bump into it. So subscribe to the channel, uh, and yeah, content is going to come up. It's coming up. It's coming up. It's coming up. Don't worry. Just subscribe. When I just subscribe, when I keep quiet, and that's it. Just be ready. Just be ready. You know what I mean? Um, and yeah, I think that's that's it from um, from my end. On on your side, what's 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 going on? Uh, special thanks to everyone who read last week's IP Thursday. Mm. Uh, as usual, we appreciate the support. We appreciate the love. Uh, last week we took a look at um, Barack Obama's Hope poster. Yeah. Uh, for those who know, it was it was designed by a guy called Shepard Ferry, this American street artist, right? Mm. But what he'd actually done, Tawa, he'd taken a photo of Google Images mm. and then basically made it into like a cool artistic painting of Obama, and yeah. then they used that like for the Obama campaign and you know all these things. Now, I think I've, I've, I've said it in the thread that a lot of us are actually doing this. We're taking stuff off Google Images, mm-hmm. at times even off Pinterest, and we're, we're using it for logos, we're using it for our business names, we're using it for, mm-hmm. I don't know, anything and everything, branding, t-shirts, yeah. whatever. We just see a cool art and we're like, oh, I want that. Then you have it printed and 
put it on your wall, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. So getting stuff off Google Images, if you actually search any image on Google now, even a picture of Robert Mugabe, there's a disclaimer underneath each photo on Google Images that this image may be subject to copyright protection. Yeah. And what then happens is that person owns the rights to it. And if you download that and you use it commercially without permission, mm-hmm. obviously it's copyright infringement. Um, and and obviously... Question, what, what do you mean when you say you use it commercially? For anything that seems to advance you making money. Okay. So money has to be involved. At some point. Even if this not like a, a proper transaction, like you're not getting cash on hand. Yeah. But if you're doing anything to advance profit making. Okay. So even okay. if it's like an advert, for example. Mm-hmm an ad that you're using to promote your business you're not getting cash on hand but it's commercial it's a commercial purpose i remember um i think it was either in college or in high school um we're doing some working on some project and like um my teacher had said it's yeah don't use any images off of i think we were coming up with business uh, uh ideas so like you know startups and he was like, yeah, don't use any images off of uh, Google Images for your presentation. You, there's a special specialized website where you know all the content here is free. So you can pick anything that you want from, I forget the name of the website, but it was, yeah, for that website, any pictures that you saw there, those are all free pictures, right? So mm-hmm. free for use. But then if you just go on Google, like you said, and you just be like, ah, I saw this dope picture, then yeah, someone might have rights to that and then... You out here making money, and then next thing you get an email saying, "Ah, chief." <laughs> so you catch a case so fast, and one of the other things that um, you may not like, like a lot of people get tattoos. I think I spoke about this before. Mm. You usually get the tattoo of Google Maps, and then next thing, oh, sorry, Google Images. Next thing, you <laughs> put that like, on your body. <laughs> Where is this going? <laughs> Next thing, you put the tattoo on your body and go rough. Yeah. Go rough. So, yeah, that's the um, that's the, the, the tricky part with, with all of this. So, uh, definitely go check out the thread. I haven't decided what I'm doing because obviously we're recording early this week. Mm. And another special thanks. Special thanks to everyone who tuned in on Radio 702. Uh, it was, well, by the time you listen to this, it would be Tuesday morning. So it was on Tuesday morning. So uh, special, special thanks. I really enjoyed talking IP dog. Mm. Uh, I was a bit nervous. It's different from the SAPC one. Why? One. It, was, it was short notice. Not short <laughs> notice, but it was a bit short notice. Uh. <laughs> so my friend um, Ayanda works at Radio 702. And she works like close to to Clement Magnatella, the guy mm-hmm. who interviewed me. Yeah. And she takes me yesterday sometime and she's like, you know, would you be interested to do like a radio interview from ten thirty to eleven tomorrow? Wait, wait, hold on, pause. The 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 guy was interviewing you, is he from Skies? I don't think so. The way he says your name, bruh. So that like, ah <laughs> said it properly, right? Yo, this is your Bali, bruh. <laughs> He said it proper, proper, proper. Proper, bro. I was like, okay, alright, cool. He was, went in into the uh, out of the twang and back into the twang seamlessly. 
right? And then I'm like, this sounds a bit zimmy, but okay, it's fine. Um, <laughs> I had a text me, like, are you free 10, 30? I'm like, yeah, 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 sure. Uh, and then that was the end of the chat. So mm. I go to sleep, everything. Uh, we haven't really spoken about it, right? And then yeah. in the morning, she sends me it's just a brief outline of the show and what it'll be about. So now I've got, because I wake up late, now I've mm. got two hours. I wake up at like 8.30. Now I've got two hours to prep and get ready for this thing. Uh, they hadn't told me that they're going to allow like live callers. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Dog. So I had an idea. Okay, we're going to talk about Busi Swa. We're going to talk about Rihanna. We're going to talk about sampling. Yeah. Intellectual property. I'm like, okay, easy. Similar to the SAPC one. It's just an outline. And yeah. then you don't know the actual questions mm-hmm. that they ask you. And then uh, it starts. And then he takes a... Then he, when we take a break, we come back from the break. And he's like, um, yeah, we're going to take some callers. I'm like, ah. Uh-uh. <laughs> Nobody told me we're taking callers. <laughs> I, yeah. So the callers come in, they ask their questions. There was a voice note as well. I think mm. I tried to answer them properly. Uh, but it was, it, was, it was dope. I really shout out to everyone who, who listened. Um, I posted the link. It should be on my TL as well. So yeah, man, that was dope. Okay. All right. No, as long as you, you, you represented us well, then I. Uh, onwards and upwards but yeah no that, that was that was really dope i mean yeah super short notice i was like what the fuck this is like in 10 minutes <laughs> i was like Yo, i don't show yeah because i posted i posted it um what time was that like at 9 30 i was like yo guys 10 30 radio uh 702 and then everyone's like how chief throw a link <laughs> where are we getting <laughs> exactly like, like out of nowhere problem to change but anyway I know that's dope. That's dope. No, but that's that's uh, again, guys. IP Thursdays. Catch them on uh, Center social media platforms at Sanamisomoyo at everything, even WhatsApp. Just type at Sanamisomoyo and his number will pop up. <laughs> um, so transitioning into uh, some of the things that we wanted to have a chat about. Uh, one of the things that obviously trended over the weekend that was really really big is um, Lil Nas released a song. And shit, I've even forgotten the name of the song. But if, I mean, you know, just type in Lil Nas in any social media and you know exactly what we're talking about. I think it's called like, no, I was going to say it's called Me Too, but I don't think it's called Me Too. Um, it's called something, right? Uh, and <clears throat> basically, again, the song is fine. I, I haven't listened to the song fully, but it was more the controversy was surrounded more around the, um, the video. So the music video, did you did you see some of the clips on the music video? Um, no, I haven't. But I, I just remember picking up people talking about Satan and yeah. Lil yeah. Nas and I'm like, okay, that's that's weird. So it had a a heaven and a, a heaven and earth element, but obviously the big controversy was about two things. Before I come back to the video, some of the other news that broke as well was that Nike was doing a deal with him for the I think they were like Air, Air, Air Max, Air Max somethings. Um, and it was going to be the Satan shoes, basically. And each shoe was going to have a drop of human blood, whatever, whatever. Nike came out 
I said, this is absolutely fake news. We have no partnership with Lil Nas. And apparently his ass is actually going to get sued by Nike. Yeah, I saw that for like trademark infringement. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so that, he's catching a case for that. Um, but yeah, so that was news for like a couple of days where people were like, yo, what the hell, Nike? You know, so all, obviously all the parents, the mob um, is like, guys, Nike is a brand. All my kids wear Nike and Ninja Ninja and you guys are releasing Satan shoes. So I'm sure that was a PR nightmare for them, given that, again, it's not just some random. This is a huge celeb, right? Especially when it comes to young kids. Um, so that was point number one, right? So apparently it, also they were like Jesus shoes or something like that. But that obviously didn't trend. Um, so the Satan shoes were trending. Uh, and then he was also tweeting about them. And then um, the other big thing, obviously, is, again, with the music video. Um, he So he dives down to hell um, on a pole, on a stripper pole. And he's wearing, um, like, stiletto boots. And he gives Satan a lap dance. Or, you know, what? Yeah, so there's a person who plays Satan in the music video and he gives that Satan a lap dance in his stiletto boots and, you know, so it's, it, it's it, it, there was a lot going on. There was a lot going on, um, you know, in that video. I haven't seen the whole thing because lambing is up. <laughs> but, the lightning battle strike you all. <laughs> <laughs> it be things. Um, so, yeah, that, that that's basically where all of, so now, given that context, Twitter was ablaze with people, obviously, people who felt a type of way who were Christians saying, yo, what the fuck, Lianzani. Um, and then obviously the people who were parents and, hey, my kids. Because obviously he has that hit with Miley, Miley's dad, Billy, Billy Ray Cyrus, who Old Town Road. Yeah, Old Town Road. So it's like, yo, a lot of kids subscribe to his YouTube channel and, you know, they scheme. He just makes, you know, these songs, what, what, what. So there was a whole um, bunch of demographics that were complaining. And obviously, there were a lot of people who were defending him as well. And one of the things that for me, again, you can choose which angle to come at this from. One of the things for me where I was just like, um, you know, this is not really, this is not off base, is that a lot of people who were coming at Lil Nas for this whole thing were um, saying, hey, you know, you guys are being homophobes. Right. And then also Lil Nas was tweeting out, Uti, you know, y'all kept on saying, Uti, because I'm gay, I'm going to go to hell. And then when I actually go to hell, y'all lose your minds. Right. Um, and then other people who are defending Lil Nas are saying the same thing. Uti, no, you guys are just being homophobic. Let the man express himself. La, la, la. And for me personally, I'm like, yo, I, I can't speak for everybody else. But from the reason why I'm uncomfortable is because one, I am a Christian. And it was just kind of like, <laughs> you know, so like just even if it's purely evaluating him from an artistic perspective mm. for me that wasn't cool right would he what he's again it doesn't matter he could have been it could have been um you know little uzi vert or the migos or whatever doing that right and if they were go, going all in on that satan tip i would still have the same reaction like i'm 100 percent sure Right. So it, it's 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 just how he leaned into it. And it's kind of just like you you're taking yeah. something that's so serious and making it so and unserious. And it's just kind of like a mockery out of it. Yeah, exactly. You make a mockery out of this whole thing because, you know, as Christians, you know, that whole heaven or hell thing is a big thing. It's, it really is a big thing. Right. It is. And it is. 
yeah, it's just, and I, I understood people's rage towards it. Even people were saying, yeah, the kids and Jani Jani. Um, and, and, and a lot of these things, I, I really did understand where the annoyance and the anger and the rage was coming from because it's like, you know, you can't, I feel like it's irresponsible for you to be like, no, just don't listen, right? Or I think it's it's ignorant to be like, no, just don't listen. Or, you know, hey, just ignore it or whatever. But like, I don't think that's really the case where when you put stuff on social media, you are asking people to see it, right? Yes. You want the eyeballs and you want to get emotional reactions. You want the reaction. Yeah. So it's like, it's really not a case of if everyone ignored it and the people who are affected by this just mised, Lil Nas would be affected because he'd be like, nah, that video didn't do what I wanted it to do. You know, but this is probably what he wants, right? The fact exactly. that exactly, yeah, yeah. No, they saw they saw they all saw this coming. They would have known Utivele is going to be a shitstorm, but that's what they want because now, um, his I think his record his video on YouTube was like it, it hit it beat some weird weekend record in terms of streams, right? So it's shot up, shot up, you know, in terms of in terms of uh, streams and views. So again, it did what they were trying to make it do. But anyway, your your your. Uh, reaction so the thing is right um it's so difficult because remember when when there was that whole truth about hip-hop thing Mm -hmm. and lady gaga played into it during that time and she was releasing all sorts of weird ass songs remember she released a song called i'm in love with judas I actually never heard that. Really? Mm. Yo, dog. There were there was some there was some really really weird stuff happening during the truth truth about hip hop days where people were like, yeah, spreading all this. Like a lot of artists played into it. What the Illuminati just for reaction? The Illuminati shit. Yeah. Yeah. Just for I that reaction. That. And the, Judas isn't the only Lady Gaga song that I looked at and I was like, eh, how's this hand doing? But at that time, mm-hmm. it it was, you know, people were just saying it's entertainment and we had the freedom to to choose whether or not we can consume stuff. And I, I know it's, it, it, it seems a bit dismissive to say, well, if you don't like it, don't watch it. But mm. at times, that's kind of what you have to take with certain forms of entertainment. It's like the porn industry, for example, right? It's mm. there. We all know it's there. We all know how to get to the websites and how to. But okay, watch hold on. Stuff. But Jawona, what you just said, how to? Uh, yeah, get yeah. There. I'm coming to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm coming to it now. It's on social media, the little nasty thing, mm-hmm. and and I, I think he's got his freedom to entertain. If we have a problem with it, I think the best way is to just not say, "Hey, chief, I'm not engaging with this guy." Oh, he's doing his own thing. I don't like it. Shop. The problem is once you get outraged, you give it relevance. Mm-hmm. But the problem is you're now giving something relevance, which, to be honest, has been done in the entertainment industry for years. When people are making weird movies, whether it's rock and roll, where they talk about Satan and the devil. And it's, people it's, have still complained, though. It's people been have thing. complained. But with, with stuff like that, we understand that we have the freedom to choose not to engage. That's nah, why but I feel like that particular now... music has a niche that mm. sticks to it. And they're like, I, you know, it, 
this is our people that like this heavy metal yeah but you see now with this heavy metal yeah. thing and the satanic lyrics and stuff like that never seen that mm-hmm. on the timeline right maybe the odd tweets some probably some but here's the thing it's but probably like there it, yeah no it, i know but, it's there but you're just you're just not in any way in the in the target market or related to the target market so you never see it Exactly, and that's what I'm saying. The difference it's, is if if you if you are if you're doing your thing, right? Even if you're a KKK, if you're a Satanist, if you're doing whatever it, the case might be, right? If you're doing your thing, mm-hmm. you're doing your thing. Whatever, uh, it is what it is. Um, but I now have a problem when it's like, I mean, I'm doing I'm doing my thing. I'm on my socials. I'm still following the same people. Is you know what I mean? Like it, uh, it's still my same TL. When that shit now comes onto my TL. Then it's like, whoa, 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 there's a disturbance in the force, right? Now there's, there's, mm-hmm. there's this thing that's going on and it's like, now you've elicited this reaction out of me. I never wanted, I never wanted it. I never went looking for it. Like, like you use the example of porn, right? <laughs> how many times have you ever seen porn on the TL? I can count on one hand how many times I've seen actual porn scrolling on the TL, right? Yeah, Versus yeah. if you look for it, oh, there's plenty. Plenty, mm-hmm. plenty, plenty. If you look for it, and I can live with it, I'm cool with it. It's like if you, if, so if I saw someone condemning, oh, hey, why is there porn on Twitter? Why, why? It's like, chief, that's very, very avoidable, right? It's not that deep. Mm-hmm. Like you can do your thing. It, clearly, you are following the phone, the porn page. But then when it's stuff like yeah. this, where it trends across everything, and obviously there's people who are gonna see it. And it's not one person who just, oh, this one person reacted. Literally, bruh, when something trends, you know, you know how these algorithms work. It just channels all of mm-hmm. that onto your onto your timeline, you know? And again, I've never I'm, I've never been into, you know, little little Nas or anything like that. So I've never even looked him up. But still, it wound up on my timeline. You know? And mm-hmm. then I think people do have the right to complain. At the end of the day, if it's found its way to wherever you are, Facebook, whatever it is, then you can't be like, Chief, I'm not, I'm not looking for this. So why is this on my table? Mm. I didn't ask for this. This is actually, and an, to, to, to side note, it's very similar to when Miley Cyrus rebranded. Mm. So remember she came onto the scene as teenage girl, Hannah Montana. Yeah. Um, country sort of poppy mm-hmm. lyrics and she was like a role model for like little girls yeah i remember my little sister at the time was obsessed with <laughs> Hannah Montana. i know the lyrics of best of both worlds from start without missing a single beat that's how oppressed we were as a household <laughs> nah, i mean i know but when when, when yeah. she went from hannah montana to mine when she was now sing jay's on my feet <laughs> yeah so remember th- there was that one performance where she she twerked and she was wearing a beige sort of costume and was it the, like the, the a, see-through looking at her yeah yeah like, like a plastic yes yes where she was trying to be a baddie and it just came off weird and then people were upset they're like no your role models are little girls who yeah. always known you as miley or as hannah montana mm. so now when you go from party in the usa to that song with robin was it robin thick where she yeah. was twerking yeah yeah, yeah. Um, people were upset about that with pharrell right no it's not Ooh. with pharrell i don't know with... no is it yeah, the, with the one... Uh, maybe I'm confused. The one with Hey, 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 that one. No, 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 no. That's a different song. That's a different song? Yeah. Oh, shit. Okay. So I'm, I might that's be a different about song. the wrong song. So, 
I think the one that Miley did with Robin, with Robin Thicke, I forget. But she was twerking on him during a live performance. Mm. And yeah, that well, I remember. I remember there was a lot of outrage. Like they're like, "Hey, what's she doing?" Mm. Um, this rebrand. It was a twerking controversy. That's how it was in the news. <laughs> and then people were like, "Hey, she she has her freedom as an entertainer to take her out where she wants to take it." Yeah. But also as consumers, we also have the freedom to say, actually, I don't like your brand of art anymore. Mm. I'm signing out. Peace mm. out. Because the moment we give it relevance, we're always going to be offended about everything. But then, okay, fair enough. For, for Senna, the individual, he can mice, right? If it's Lil Nas, mm. if it's Miley, whatever, you can just be like, hey, it is what it is. You know, do your thing, right? But then... Mm. What about the the parent you know demographic? I mean, none, none of us have have kids. Um, I mean, let me speak for myself. I don't have kids. I don't know about Senna. But, <laughs> but um, so so for because that 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 demographic was also very very vocal, right? And and I yeah. know there's a lot of um, backlash on Twitter for anything that happens where parents complain. People say, "Oh, don't ask celebrities to raise your kids," type of thing. Yes. But I feel like again, that's also very disingenuous. Because How? if you think about yourself as a kid, it's like when your parents are worried about a lot, right? If your parents could, and believe me, some parents did try to create a bubble, right? Where it was literally, they controlled everything. But because we're kids, we're going to want to burst that bubble and see everything that's outside. Because the bubble is safe. The bubble is normal. The bubble is protected, right? But at that age, we're craving everything that is not protection. Yeah. Yeah, well, so I feel like it is very, very disingenuous for you to be like, no, hey, whatever, whatever. Celebrities have a huge influence. You just talked about your little sister now. And you guys were held at gunpoint for for, for, for Hannah Montana, right? And Miley Cyrus. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. when that starts to happen, where it's like four years... Y'all have been watching Hannah Montana. It's been PG, PG, PG. And then Hannah Montana grows up and is smiley and she's singing Jay's on my feet and twerking on Robin Thicke. Then yes. Mm-hmm. So if you have a daughter or a son, they are like, uh-uh, wait. But then it's my responsibility as a parent to then say to my child, look, Miley's not, it's not that anymore. Like, you can keep old Miley, but new Miley, nah. It's but was would you agree? Would you be like, yes, mom, cool. Or you like yeah. No, but as a, as a parent, you have as a parent, you have that measure of control, right? No, you don't. That's my point. You really don't because all you can do as a parent is just say, because the kids, the moment the kid could vomit and be like, you you can lock, put the codes and restrictions and yeah. everything at home, right? Mm-hmm. But then even now, it's even harder. When we were growing up, it was easy because you locked DSTV at that. <laughs> yeah, you now, know, you're done. Now there's phones and there's internet. Yeah, and, now there's, and there's internet, there's VPNs, there's all these things that, you know, and kids are being taught tech at such a young age. How many, you know, toddlers do you see in a supermarket at 20 iPad? Yeah. You know, but is it so, the artist's responsibility? It's, I think, because you know, the, like, like right? the artist is not playing free. The artist is not playing free. I'll say it that mm, way. I like Eminem at 10 years old. Mm-hmm. And. I think we all did, right? Mm-hmm. And and we could all sing Lose Yourself from start to finish without yeah. stopping. And that was dope. Mm-hmm. And swear words and everything. Yeah. Now, our parents our parents had no idea that we were these kids that sing these lyrics. Mm-hmm. 
and and at times that's the unfortunate bit about parenting. You can try your best, yeah, but you won't you won't cover all the edges. You won't cover all the corners. You can try being control of, for example, when your kids get gets exposed to a sexual conversation. Yeah, and then you send your child to school, and then another kid will bring a magazine from home, and then next thing your kid knows what Playboy is, and when in your house. You've yeah. absolutely banned that stuff. So there is a certain degree where I think as a parent, you, you kind of have to accept it with you. Okay, some things may slip through the cracks. But when you have the opportunity to remedy and take control and protect your child from certain things, you must do it. I think the last, I think it was Vibes Cartel's last big interview before you went to prison. Mm. He said, um, he was asked a question. He's like, you know, what do you make of people that say, because some of his song lyrics were... Mm. Yeah, you know Qatar. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of his songs were even banned in certain in certain parts of Jamaica, and they're like, "No, but chief, what do you say when parents say your music should be banned from the airwaves or you're a bad influence to children?" He's like, "Look, once you as a parent, you're relying on Vibes Cartel to raise your kid or to be an influence for your kid, you've already failed." Which was sort of passing mm. the buck, I understand. Mm. But it was a genuine point that he's an entertainer. He said, I represent, I'll send you this clip afterwards. Mm. Kids in particular in mm. the inner city, who mm. you say you're mirroring that their reality. Mm-hmm. Bleaching was there way before you came along. True. You glamorize it. Mm-hmm. And now, but, but, and you talked about the economics, um, the reason why people were doing certain things back when mm-hmm. was because of lack of education, mm-hmm. lack of economic opportunities Mm -hmm. those realities Mm -hmm. are still here today some of these kids are not educated enough to understand but that would not be the fault of vibes cartel that would be the fault of the system that's what i'm trying to say it has nothing to do with vibes cartel the artist skin bleaching it has to do with the system but don't you think you have a role in that system no right? i don't listen to me you don't have a role in no social responsibility no cartel has no social responsibility but but Mm-hmm. to deliver good quality music because I'm an entertainer. Yes. Note well enough, I'm not a social leader, nor a political leader, nor a religious leader. Vibes Cartel is an entertainer. I get paid to entertain. And all of this is entertainment. But you are a social leader. You are an, a, 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 a business leader too because this, the, 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 the um, Portmore Empire is a business. It is, and it you is are offering leadership. Yes, I'm offering leadership to music. Yes. I'm offering but, leadership but, to entrepreneurship. Yes. It has nothing yes. to do so you with are being a, leader. a social leader. I'm telling you. It has nothing to do with us being a social leader. I always tell this to people in interviews. If you, for example, Winford Williams, mm-hmm. looking to Vibes Cartel to be a role model for your child and to grow your child, you have already lost as a parent. And that says a lot about your parenting well, skills. Isn't that part of our reality? That is, that is, that is a very unfortunate true, truth. Very, 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 very true. But that's why I'm saying it, all blame should be and laid on the system. It has nothing to do with vibes cartel. The, the, the system is causation, causation from us, from, from Jamaicans like myself and others. The system is not short enough. Um, it could have, but, them could have fooled me. Wait, <laughs> but he was talking about how he represents the gangsters. He represents the thugs. Yeah, well, so so when you say when he says that, then okay, again, I I I I completely hear where he's coming from, right? When you're like, listen, like, and and that's what I was gonna, I was going to address with you with Eminem. Eminem, his 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 brand and his target audience was not kids, 
right? Kids might end up being swept in, right? The centers of the world, the 10-year-old centers might end up just being caught up in the hype, right? That's different. But he's not going and being like, right, uh, this one is for the kids and I'm going to talk about all of this you know, crap and ABCD. You know what I mean? Like Eminem was rapping and his target audience was more so mature audiences and ABCD. And like if Vibes is saying exactly what you said, Uti like, listen, Mina, it's for the gangsters. It's for the owners in the cartels. This is who I'm doing it for. Then there's no liability I can place on Vibes at the end of the day because he's like, this is who I'm doing it for. If your kid ends up getting swept in it, then that's collateral damage. If it was a case of the Miley's of the world, right, and the Lil Nas's of the world, where it's like your brand and you know your base was kids, and then you do something like, I think when your brand is kids, you do have a level of responsibility at the end of the day. You just do. I think it's not fair to say, no, yeah, I'm an entertainer. I, again, you're an entertainer, you can do what you want, but if we're to be honest with each other, right, mm. I, I, I genuinely do believe as an entertainer, um, as as a, a, a sports fan and or rather a sports uh, a professional athlete and stuff like that, mm-hmm. you do have influence. Like it's a lie for you to just be like, no, yeah, I'm me. I'm gonna do whatever I want. People look up to you, right or wrong. It's just a fact, and you do have a level of responsibility. I'm not saying it's a lot. It could be ten percent, right? It could be just ten percent, but you can't be surprised at the end of the day. And I don't think it's fair for people to use that excuse and be like, oh, you can't rely on, you know, Lil Nas to be raising your kid. Nah, 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 nah. Like, listen, Ogunye, had it not been there, maybe that kid doesn't get exposed to that or maybe, you know, things go a different way. Maybe they, they get even worse. Who knows? But I'm of the firm belief with the eye, you know, there is, there's a bit of, it's on both, there's never, there's no such thing as 100% on one side, bro. In life, there's always both sides. That's why I always say, it, it, it's the easiest way to always deal with artists is just not to consume their art if you don't like it. But but the one question I actually wanted to ask you then is mm. how much of the negative reaction is linked to sexuality as well? Because I think... Mm. I, I couldn't help but think that reading through Twitter... I hadn't even listened to the song. Mm. But that became the huge sort of topic of discussion. And I'm like, no, this guy, he released the song. He came out after, I think he came out after he released the song that, or in public at least. Yeah. On the grander stage that he's, that he's gay. Old Town Road Villa, that's what you're referencing. Yeah, Old Town Road. When he he got big. Yeah, yeah. And I almost, it almost felt like this was a gotcha moment. Yeah. For a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I felt like that too. We've been waiting for you to slip. Yeah. And... And you're the, I feel like a lot of the Christians were having a field day. I, I don't think so. I, I, think, um, I think a lot of the conversation with his defenders, they used his sexuality to muddy the waters. From the stuff that I was seeing, you know, okay. again, I, I think people do certain things where it's like, you know, for example, if it's a... Let, uh, a race related thing not necessarily a racist incident but it just happened mm. there happens to be two races white and black and whatever is it because he's black you know what i mean like it's like uh, yeah but sometimes it's not the case right i'm so not wait, saying you think it was you know, his mm. team that muddied the waters and then 
cried foul because of that or it was I think it was just his defenders, not necessarily his team. I don't think his team. Yeah, know, but by his team, I mean his his defenders. Sorry. Oh, okay, um, yeah. So like, as in public, you, you people yeah, are in and the his public. Fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do think so. I do think a lot of people took it that direction, and then it became now. A, oh, you're homophobic. You're homophobic. You're, you know, and oh no, I'm not homophobic. So I think a lot of the conversation quickly went there. And then now you can't have a proper conversation as to like, listen, let's just talk about the appropriate. Because if you swap him out, like I said, mm-hmm. swap him out with Cardi B, right? Swap him out with whoever. There is still going to be a segment of Christians and parents and whoever's who are going to be this. It's not going to, oh, this is Cardi B. Because Cardi B also caught smoke, a bit of smoke over WAP. Over WAP, yeah. She did. She did. She did. And she, by all accounts, Cardi B is straight. So that's what I'm saying. With the, I, I really don't think it was a case of Ozu. People were waiting for him and be like, right, you slipped up. Because, I mean, he tweets a whole bunch of stuff. Like, you know, um, some, I, I genuinely do some of, see some of his other tweets on my, on my timeline where he, he's sort of like, you know, middle finger to whoever type of thing. Where, and people love him for that. Uti, he's unconventional and he's just kind of like, he'll make fun of certain situations and, you know, nothing will get to him. Right, he's willing to do anything. So like, and I, and I've actually liked that about him. Oguti is like, listen, me, I'm gay. I'm a hip hop artist, and that's what I do. If you don't smack, you don't smack, right? And I've had no yeah. issues with that. But in this case, I, I I do think you know people use that as a tactic to muddy the waters so that people can't get their points across to be like, nah, this is exactly why I'm uncomfortable. Right? They okay. brought it. They brought it up, and it was just I, 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 from what I saw. That's what it looked like to me. Maybe people saw different content where it was more so, yes, the Christians came with the right. Yeah, you know, this is our now, this is our moment to tell him how we feel. Maybe it was. Maybe it genuinely was. But from what I had seen, I don't think so. Okay. Okay. But yeah, no, it's a, this one was, it was an interesting chat. Like having not actually listened to the song or anything. The song um, sounds fine, in my opinion. Now, I've I've heard you know here here and there like uh, probably I've heard I, probably, I think I've heard about a minute and a half of it. it. I don't know. The song sounds normal to me, but yeah, the visuals. I'll I'll DM you. We will get excited. Ah yeah, um, right. So where are we, where are we on on time? Okay. Hey, we we shoot, but it's cool. That was a, that was a good conversation. Um, keep and then keeping on like sort of the uh, I don't know. Is this nuanced conversation? I don't even know, bro. Um, but yeah, keeping on that same tip. Uh, one thing that obviously that happened in the last few weeks was the interview with Meghan Markle, and there's been a whole lot of um, what opinions and things that have happened in you know through that whole time and stuff like that right did you is it true that i saw someone tweeting about is is harry getting a job is he actually getting a job um i think so i think so apparently he's getting some director position somewhere director <laughs> I remember someone said with what qualification. <laughs> yeah, honestly, yo, director. I thought you know, man's was gonna be you know, TV personality, something, something, you know. But I mean, who knows? Maybe the, the I'm sure the guy went to school. Um, so I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he's got some form of qualifications. Who knows? But uh, I'll definitely do a bit of digging into what exactly this guy is doing. Um, but okay. Anyway, 
Um, so one thing that, again, I'll, pl I'll plug the, the clip in, right? Dealing with racism. And by the way, her father, Thomas Marco, also said that he does not believe the royal family is racist. I don't think the British uh, royal family are uh, racist uh, at all. I don't think the British are racist. I think uh, <laughs> Los Angeles is racist. California what? is racist. But I don't think what? the Brits are. The thing about hmm. what color will the baby be or how dark will the baby be, I'm guessing and hoping it's just a dumb question from somebody. I, get, I think I get what he's saying. He's saying the British royal family isn't racist. They just don't want any black people in their bloodline because they want to keep their <laughs> bloodlines pure. We don't have any problems with black people. We just don't want our pure British royal blood mixing with the darkies. But they're not racist. Like, how is he taking like the that? side of, how is he not taking his daughter's side who is actually experiencing this, who he knows over these people he don't even know? That's crazy. Well, I mean, he's me. the same guy that chose dollars over his daughter, so it says a lot about him. I'll tell you one thing to learn from this, man. One what? nigga wake up call can change things, bro. Megan got that nigga wake up call and she answered and now every, all bells are ringing all throughout goddamn, where they from? Buckingham Palace. There you go. All right, well, that is your rumor report. All right. I wonder if they, they spend this much time on, 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 on our nah, stuff. Hell like, no. You know what I mean? Our, our uh, whatever's going on, our celebrity news, or no. our. Yeah, you don't think they spend that much time, no. right? No. Well, you know, I think part of it is that Meghan Markle's from here, and then she's also a black woman, and that's never happened before to marry into the royal family. So a lot of people were talking about that. She's also an actor, so people know her from that here. So I think that's what made it a big deal in yeah, the U.S. Yeah, I was reading the article where they was like, she always liked to uh, be, be referred to as ethnically ambiguous because she didn't want to pick a side between her her mom and her dad. But They picked you know, a side for her. That's right. She got in that royal family <laughs> and they let side. her know exactly where she stands. And where okay? does she stand? Dig her side, baby. <laughs> Dig them. We out here. What's happening? My goodness. But I can right. imagine it's, it's hard when you have a child and you're trying to protect your child and people have things to say about your kid. You probably could deal with it more when it's about you. But then when you have a child in this world and they're talking about the skin color of your child and hey, you're man. concerned. I, I love Megan, man, but I kind of, I kind of, I, I ain't gonna lie. I kind of tapped out when you've been talking about this royal family I mean, so listen, much. Listen, rich, rich, old, rich, white people being racist, we black Americans, we totally get it. But I'll tell you one thing. That nigga wake up call, bro. When Goodness that phone, Christ. when that phone rings, you're going to have to answer someday. And that phone will ring. For all you black people who like to be around these white folks and think that y'all wanted them, that phone with the N-word on it will ring for your ass one day. Trust All right. me. But this is in reference specifically to something that, uh, so the Breakfast Club with Charlemagne, Anjali, and DJ Envy, they were talking about, you know, what Charlemagne specifically coined it, the nigger wake-up call. Uh, and yeah. that's when, in short, when as a black person, you know, you are reminded that you are black, essentially. You know, like that yeah. moment where you're just like, you might see yourself as this, this, and the third, you know, but they will remind you. And 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 one easy example is a few years ago, um, just before LeBron moved to Los Angeles, I think it was his last year in Cleveland. So this is probably like 2017 or something like that. Um, there were people who went to his house in Los Angeles and they vandalized the gate. And I think they wrote nigger on the gate, if I'm not mistaken. And this is LeBron James, filthy rich, billionaire, you know, face of the NBA, but at the end of the day, it's a black man, you know, like, 
they, they, there's always going to be these moments in life that will remind you where you stand. You know, with you're black. You know, and 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 I thought I thought about you know we all have experiences with individuals, whatever you might call them, right? What, 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 some people might say if you if you're a coconut, for example. What what, what did you say the term was? The other one. Uh, I've forgotten. You used the term. You used the term for it before we spoke about this. I know, but I'm, it's, it's escaping me. Yes. What did I say again? Yeah, you're actually quite useless. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, it, it, so 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 anyway, an individual where it's like you seeing yourself as a white person, right? Part of the bruise. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, and 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 you're trying to detach yourself from your blackness yeah and 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 again like so kind of like what, what, what Charlemagne had said would he you know Meghan Markle you know opted to to be and what is it ethnically ambiguous <laughs> I don't even ethnically know that she's ambiguous and, so she and, chose to be ethnically ambiguous so that she doesn't choose between yeah. her her black and white family of which I think she's only a quarter black right well her mother's mixed yeah her mother's mixed the dad white. is white so it's a quarter and <laughs> she doesn't even. And again, if you look at her, she really doesn't look. I will black necessarily. I will. I will reference uh, a, a song from urban poet uh, Jay Z. Uh, uh, light nigger, dark nigger, poor nigger, <laughs> real nigger, rich nigger, poor nigger, house nigger, still nigger, still nigger. <laughs> no, on a, for real. Hey, listen, listen. <laughs> Listen, that's that is brilliant. The, there we go. You fumbled the in the first, beginning. This is brilliant. <laughs> the first person, the first person who I will say struggled with with who came to that realization very quickly mm. uh, was O.J. Simpson. <laughs> exactly. Remember, he was also exactly. like, "I'm not black. I'm O.J." Hey, hey, hey. And then he went under the criminal justice system. And Showed all the white flames. people wanted his head. Yep. And the Fast. only people on his side were the black people that he left to play with. To play and the only the reason on the black people state. had yeah. his back was because he was going up against the criminal justice system who was the bigger devil at that point. Right? That was, yeah. you know, the, what is it? The, 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 you, the enemy of my enemy is my friend type of situation. Um, and that's when black people were like, right, you know what? Cool. Let's not talk about the fact that you've been forsaking us for X amount of time, but you're going up against the criminal justice system and you won, right? And really that 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 one, you know, Team Twy, they 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 were like, nah, fam, nah, we can't hold mm. this out. Eventually, they got him for some for some for some dumb shit, right? Yeah, but they stealing yeah. merchandise. Yeah, exactly. Eventually, they got him back. Like, right, gotcha, motherfucker. But. Yeah, those type of of things where, and again, it, to me, when I heard Charlemagne saying, at some point, that phone will ring for you. It's so true, fam. It's so true. No matter what, it's just... Yeah. <laughs> Even if, bro, you could, be, you could be a saint, right? You could do everything perfectly in, mm-hmm. in their eyes. Yeah. But there will come a day where it's like, oh, no, 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 no. Remember... Remember that you are <laughs> you're not one of us. Yeah, duck. But yeah, and and no, I don't want to speak about specific like employment mm. 
stories. Mm. But it's one of those things that a lot of black professionals experience when you're climbing up the ranks. Mm. So you say, for example, you get a gig at a white-owned law firm yeah. as a candidate attorney or, you know, as a trainee, a junior, mm. right? You're made to feel part of the family. Um, it's cool. Everything yeah. is nice. Chill you're vibes. part of the furniture. You're on, yeah, you're on the website. They value you. He you said you're part of the it. furniture. <laughs> <laughs> That's not objectifying at all. That's <laughs> not. Now... Then will come the time to do the things, right? Yeah. Um, give you a role that has substance beyond just being a trainee. Mm-hmm. Now, South Africa, a lot of law firms, the big ones especially, are forced to do the whole BEE, um, BEE thing and promote black. Mm-hmm. But uh, the small ones. <laughs> abo, the boutique ones. Yeah, the boutique abo fan what what procures and <laughs> there you will see Uguti. Oh, actually, no, nah, nah, now nah, offering nah. when they're now offering the 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 big contracts. It's like yeah. mm, uh, you know now we just felt that um we we can't make an offer to everyone and we're gonna have to let you go <laughs> now. Nothing on your merits, nothing on your brilliance. Yeah. But you see, you've been kicking with these people for two years of your mm-hmm. trainee period or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And then comes the time for them to actually say, hey, look, chief, we want to give you a permanent role in this firm with a shot of being a partner or something. Yeah. Then, dololo. Like I know a lot of people who have those experiences from being article clerks. And And that's when... Like you said, that's when the phone rings. That's when it's like, actually. <laughs> I mean. I was, I was cool. We were laughing. We were great. Mm. Uh, attended all the events. I was like, yeah, yeah. You even let them, you know, mispronounce your name. Yeah. From your Tsepo, you let them call you. Chepo. Tsepo. Uh, Chepo. <laughs> you were fine with it. And yeah. then. You are even letting us dance. You are prating. You are prating. You're walking in saying Hoy Mora. <laughs> With the twang and everything. Started watching rugby. <laughs> oh, you were in the sidelines in the curry cup, bro. <laughs> started watching rugby. You were in the sidelines there. We'll see you in Newlands. Now all of a sudden you support Stormers. Stormers are Siazi team. Stormers fan now. Ah, <laughs> oh, bro. I. Painting yeah. your face, everything. Now you drink beer. Yeah, we turned, we turned up a sweet night. Yo, yo, yo. And yo. then the phone rings. And yeah. it's like, yeah, you know, actually, we, we, we just decided to take the firm in another direction. <laughs> okay. Spent two years on Colby's dick. And, uh, yeah, it didn't work out for you, fam. And, and it's, yeah. it's wild. It's, it's proper wild. And the thing is, Again, going back to like the whole the royals and all of that. She's a quarter black, and she wasn't really about that life like that, like that. You know what I mean? Like she Dude, wasn't repping like actually, all the black woman, and literally she got to Buckingham, and all they saw was the quarter. The other three quarters that is white as can be. They were like, me, nah, fuck man. that. <laughs> I'd like I'd like to to meet the person who actually asked what color the baby will be, because that person needs a hard clap across their face. 
I'm even pretty, if it was I'm a pretty joke, sure it was or even if it was in the inner circle. I'm pretty sure it was Even if it was an ignorant question. Here's the thing, right? Mm. When I was suits, I didn't know she was black until they Me too. introduced her dad, Robert Zane. Mm. And when he showed up and they're like, he is the father, he's black, she's mixed. I'm like, oh, okay. Even, even with that, I figured, I thought she was like, like yo, she's probably like Samoan or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, nah. You know, I, I thought she was, you know, half black for TV type of thing. And mm-hmm. no, it turns out. Another you know, story of someone who it, it came on him quickly that he's black. Remember in the WWE? This uh, is going all the way back to 2002 or something. Mm. Booker T was probably, I think, at some point, the hottest wrestler um, on the roster. Yeah. And by hottest, I mean he was, like, the most popular. Yeah. He'd do the spinner Rooney's kids mm. loved him. Mm-hmm. He had the logs. He had, you know, he was Booker T. Yeah. And he was appreciated. He was pushed, the storyline. And, you know, WWE scripted. Mm-hmm. And the way it works is they write you in to win a title to boost your popularity. Yeah. And with that, obviously, winning a title comes more money, more branding, more merchandise. Mm-hmm. You're, you're just a bigger brand in yourself. So they line him up against Triple H. And I think Triple H in one of the matches says, yeah, people like you don't get to beat people like me. Yay. And it turns out that he actually lost the match, which was a bit shit. Like, let the guy win. Triple H was big at the time. Mm. But that was his moment, right? That was his, oh, actually, mm. Mm. I'm, a, I'm a nigger moment. He won <laughs> it like five years later, but it had Not when he was realizations. Old. Yeah, no, 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 no. There's, you, you get that call, bro. You, you, you get that call and it's... <laughs> yeah, it's humbling every single time. It's humbling every single time. And anyway, uh, I thought that was something very, very interesting to kind of have, have, have a chat about. Um, but yeah, add us, add us, guys. Let us know, uh, obviously, about the Lil Nas topic. Add us and, you know, let us know what your opinions on that. Um, you know, celebrities, are they raising responsible? Do they have some level of responsibility? The ones who are specifically, again, the base was the young community, kids specifically, and they flip and they do something else. Those are the ones that we're talking about. Don't come and say, hey, but yeah, 50 cent method, man. Uh-uh, uh-uh. La, la, la. <laughs> Open your ears. And then, yeah, add us as well and let us know. Have you ever had a nigga wake up call? <laughs> have, you, have, you, have you experienced a couple or uh, is, is yours still pending? You know, are you still on hold at the moment? Um, because, yeah, no, guaranteed it is coming. Uh, and it's going to be when it comes. Right. Um, we can move on to the on, on to the, the rundown. We're going to run through a couple of topics uh, really, really quickly. Uh, and then finish it off with Sia Zama. First things first, our beloved Bafana Bafana uh, had one job, which was not to lose to Sudan. And I believe they would have qualified for AFCON, something along those lines. They just mm. were not meant to lose the game. Full-time score. Bafana, Bafana, zero. Sudan, two. <laughs> what? Ah. <laughs> another, another year, another disappointment. Again, I'm not surprised at this point. Um, it's more surprising when they actually are in it. And I think the last one, they were in it because they were hosted, right? 
something along um, those lines. I think the last one they did qualify, but the one before that it was only because they hosted it. Two yeah, they even, oh yeah, but the one that, the last one they were in, they were out pretty quickly. I don't think they they went past the group. They had another situation where they weren't supposed to yeah. lose. And then yeah, yeah. Uh, the last one, that's when they went to beat Egypt and then they fumbled the rest of the tournament. <laughs> so, South African football. Mm. And you know, I think you saw, you saw my tweet that uh, yeah. I put out straight after they lost. Mm. It hasn't been the same since about 2005, six. Yeah. And the reason is, can you identify one big South African player that's playing in the best leagues in Europe right now? None. None. Zero back then, and this is two thousand and two, and I went through. I, mean, my I have, sent I have me my own theory, but continue. My uncle sent me a a a, a list of players who went two thousand and two World Cup squad. Mm. It included Mark Benny McCarthy, Quinton Fortune, Siabonga Nonvete, Darren Barkley. Nonvete was my guy, bro. Nonvete, Nonvete was powerful. Spusiso Zuma, I'm not sure if you remember him. Um, what about the the Coffalone? There's a the, the Coffalone. Uh, maybe you've mentioned him already. Darren, um, there was Darren Barkley and then a Sean Barclay. Sean yes, Barclay Sean, overseas Sean, as well. Sean, yes. And then even after that, Stephen Pienaar came. He was playing in the EPL, mm-hmm. and you had you had players playing in the best leagues. Yeah. And then somehow the World Cup came, or after people SA won the Rice Horse World Cup, mm-hmm. a lot of money came into South African football. Yeah, like a shitload. What that meant was a lot of players didn't have the incentive to leave South Africa. Yeah. And even those who left, left and came back, they're like, ah, you know, I might as well just stay here. Mm-hmm. It, it got comfortable. very comfortable very quickly. Mm-hmm. And South African players are now also known for ill discipline. And whenever they go overseas or whenever really? they go overseas, they don't. Yeah, like look at Jabu Bule and even Bule Lomavizela. Look at those guys. They went and they started drinking and that's not professional, right? Mm. The other thing is they the quality of the PSL hasn't improved since then, right? It's poor. At all. You've got a league that's got that top goal scored over 10 goals. What were winning up, Honestly. <laughs> and then he wins the golden boot with his 10, 11 goals and he walks away. He's happy. He's done. And he gets and a shitload of that, money for that. He gets a shitload of money for that. Then on top of that, there's no emphasis on actual tactics and putting the ball in the net. Yeah. It's all Amash Amatsamad, Amashibobo. That stuff. Messi can do those things. Ronaldo can do those things. But even Ronaldo, he was told that chief step overs, these mm. things, mm. they won't win you EPLs. Relax. Be effective. Mm. And since then he's been one of the greatest players ever. And I think that's it's 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 deeper than just the coach, I think. It's the quality of players. I don't think they're they're good enough to compete. I think um Wholesale changes need to be made structurally, um, especially again. This is from 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 um, even at a high school level, right? Primary school level. That level of development is not there. If you look at your America, you look at which again America is the standard when it comes to manufacturing athletes. <laughs> Come on, and 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 the easiest testament to that is not just American sports. Look at the American Olympic teams. Those guys are winning medals in almost every, uh, you know, thing that there is to compete in, you know, mm. and and because they know how to manufacture athletes. I think, again, you you need to make wholesale changes. You need to bring up that level of development where, you know, football is loved. 
but now it needs to we need mm-hmm. to move away from you know oh it is kienka i even said um or when i responded to your tweet stop calling it disc or super disc or whatever like you know <laughs> it because it that yeah. influences the mind you know if someone says ah it's trinity disc you have something that pops up in your mind right everybody just yeah. imagine something in their mind and it's not structured football that is going to win you africa yeah. cup of nations though i, I don't that, mind that team, them calling it it disc nah 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 personally again this is this is the reason i don't mind either but the reason why i'm saying this is specifically because we're trying to make changes in culture and mentality. We want that shift, right? We can mm. we can go back and call it disky later on, right? For for the sake of you know a flavor and janijan, right? But mm. these things it now needs to be formalized at the end of the day for for to allow right these guys these current batch of players are going to be shit. Let them you know eat the money and retire. But then mm. look at the youths, give them proper coaches proper training i mean they Football have intelligence is another important thing yeah like, and 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 and, and have them understand what you know uh, type of thing right if you're trying to make it out of the hood or whatever then sharp cool but you're gonna have to this is not street ball and mm. if you get that mentality out of it where it's like right guys i need to work on my fundamentals and i need to make mm. sure i understand the game of football right at a mm. mental level then I think you're going to start to see a bit of a shift where some of these coaches, because I'm, I'm pretty sure there's a, there's a lot of good coaches in South Africa, right? Good coaches who understand the game. But the problem is, even if you have good coaches, but you have useless earls who just want to, you know, tell Mbogo and do all these other things, <laughs> it's like, you know, what really can a coach do at the end of the day? There have been plenty of good coaches that I've seen in South Africa who yeah. I think if you gave them an opportunity elsewhere, they'd do pretty good. They're pretty, pretty, pretty decent job, but again, there just needs to be a whole lot of changes made um, structurally yeah. in terms of right. There's money here, but this is what we're doing. This is what we're gonna do to 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 really develop these guys. And then, if there's mm. a strong development system within South Africa, then you're gonna start to see a much much better. Because again, look at look at the quality of rugby that's in South Africa. Look at the quality mm, of that. It's different. And that's because from a young age, these guys who know rugby is my life, you know, they're being taught proper fundamentals of the game. You know, they're not here mm. to just, you know, dance around like Brian Habana. Exactly. It's like, oh, no. They're like, right, either you're a Habana or you're not. Right? If you're not, how do I make it to play for the Sharks, to play for the Bulls? You know what I mean? Like, they they have structure. And we are lacking that structure when it comes to football in, in South Africa. And that's why now, but Fana Bafana is pathetic, dog. Pathetic. But you know what? The plus that, at the, the night before the Warriors qualified, uh, they beat Botswana 2-0. And they're on their way to AFCON. But it's Botswana, guys. So if we lose to Botswana, services since. Services since. No, but, but it's the fact that Zim qualified. I think that's the... But the... I mean, we also went... We went through... Yeah, we a, did a go through a difficult yeah. spell in the past. <laughs> we did where we weren't through. even qualifying for this tournament. But that's, that's because... But the fact that Zala, we're now... That's different. It's not... It's not <laughs> we had Zala over there. <laughs> but we've got, we've, got, we've got good players. We've got good players playing in the best leagues. Mm. And I think because the Zimbabwean players dream is to leave Zimbabwe. Yeah. They end up going... To I was, I was, I was going to say that as well. Best places. There's in an incentive SA, to go and improve your game. For South African-born players, there's not enough of an incentive 
to be like, fuck it, I want to leave. Yeah. You know, that's yeah, that, those guys. Mm. Those guys get paid 200k a month. Some of them. So, I mean, at, at the end of the day, you know, it takes a little bit of, you know, hunger. You know, it takes a little bit of Zanu. Get, get Zanu in there in, in, in SA and those. <laughs> but, <I'm, laughs> but yeah, man, big ups to the Warriors. Also, they must change their name. Bafana Bafana is not a proper football. It doesn't inspire fear. <laughs> you need lions. You know Senegal, the lions of Taranga. Cameroon, nah, the indomitable they, lions. They don't Super eagles. It. It's Elephants. It's their fitting. It's a perfect nickname for them because it's yeah, n- nonsense. I just, I don't even bother. It's not a team play. It's just hype. Imagine, bro. All that money, sexy boots, and all this other stuff, and just to get, get shown flames by Sudan, bro. So damn. Oh, that I'm fighting a war part time. Ah, <laughs> nah, 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 nah. What the fuck? I, I, I feel like those should be embarrassed. Me personally, I'd have them walk, walk to the board, you know, walk to to the airport from the from 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 the pitch. Cause I, that's embarrassing, yeah. bro. Absolutely. Them men, no, them men don't know struggle, but it is what it is. Um, <laughs> hopefully they'll, they can apparently still qualify as the best third team. But at that at the stage, I don't. Agree. I don't think that stuff should be allowed. Anyways, I'm um, pretty sure there's 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 high school teams that could weave the national team in South Africa. But anyway, um, yeah. So the other thing that happened also was um, obviously there's a there's, <laughs> there's a ship a ship that got stuck in the Suez Canal. Like what? I thought that was a joke when I first read that. Um, but yeah stuck there for like almost a week or a full week yeah yeah and and it's disruptive a whole lot of stuff and you know again it's 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 you should, you should you guys should read on it absolutely fascinating stuff um and 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 basically what the chelsea account did was they were they were making so people people were making these jokes about you know so the mercedes did one with like lewis hamilton's car pulling the ship into the right direction right and opening up the canal and there was one of Ngolo Kante. Ngolo Kante is a Chelsea midfielder. Um, he's black, right? French, but, you know, black, originally from Africa. Uh, and it was a rope around or behind his shirt or something. Let's just go, you know, not around him, but just, yeah, behind his shirt. Basically, with Ngolo pushing, pulling, rather, the ship. And it was, I mean, it, uh, there wasn't a lot of outrage, but yeah, there were plenty of people in the comments of that that were just saying, eh, you know, this is a little bit uh, uneasy. So I, I laughed first. Right? Me I was too. Like, ah, that's hilarious. And I laughed because I'm like, oh, Kante, a hardworking midfielder, yeah. workhorse. Exactly. He, that was where it came from. And then I look at the comments and people are like racist. I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh, okay. I didn't think of it that way. And then I could see how you could draw that conclusion. But yo, bruh. But you, you know I what? Think... You know where, where Chelsea fucked up? Yeah. You, they picked the wrong guy. Because they want to... I don't blame people that went with the whole, you know, racist or slavery angle. Because, I mean, also, if you look at Ukante Pele... Ule face learner, if you know what I mean. You know, like... <laughs> <laughs> You know, like, like that one, if that one featured on Blood Diamond with Leo trying to, you know, get smuggle those diamonds, or whatever, you wouldn't be surprised. You know what I mean? Like, it's just Ule Face yeah. If you fe- featured on Django, you're like, ah. you know, you wouldn't be shook. Like, hey, whereas I feel like if United got in on the act, 
right? And they put Pogba there. I don't think it would like people would resonate with it in that way. But it wouldn't it wouldn't be a funny joke. It wouldn't be funny because we don't associate Pogba with the hard work that we do with Kante. So so who okay, my point was had it been a pretty okay, put um Anthony Joshua, for example. Okay. Right? Put Anthony Joshua on there. I, I Still, don't he's think African. Yeah, he's black, but I don't think people would be like, oh, no, that's racist. What people would laugh and be like, oh, you know, strong man, boxer, and Jenny Jenny. Okay, yeah, makes sense. Yeah. But I just think one, Kante has that face. You got a 12 years of slave, I don't Because, I mean, again, even if you look at Kante, yeah, if that guy tells you that he's making, you know, $15 million a year, does that look like someone who makes $15 million a year? Like he, he still drives a Mini Cooper. Yeah, like he's a, he's a, he's a good guy, humble guy. It's just unfortunately, it just it didn't look right. If you know football, <laughs> right, it was funny. But as an outsider, I would have probably caught feelings. You know, if I didn't know, if I wasn't a football fan, I would have caught feelings. Like, what the fuck is this? You know, like what? Out of yeah, I really would have been ringing the racism um, bell very very loud. Ah <laughs> uh, yeah. But anyway, yeah, that was, that was, that was, that was, I thought that to be really, really funny. But anyway, um, moving into uh, Siazama. Siazama is our segment here where we uh, take all of your points of order. And, um, you know, so if you want to send us something, question, uh, suggestion, whatever it might be, anything that you need to get off your chest, you want the six foot weight community to know, um, you can always DM us on Twitter six foot the number six ft weights uh so at six foot weights um on twitter and follow the podcast uh, or you can email us at six foot weights same handle at gmail.com or if you know us personally you can hit us up on the side and be like hey this is my siazama for this week uh the first siazama that we have i know there's a, another comrade who sent in a couple <clears throat> So we'll try and get through all of these. So the first Yazama that we have, um, <laughs> I almost said this now. You keep forgetting these things. But the the, 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 the comrade, the comrade uh, sent in a Yazama and he says that uh, it's come something akin to something that we mentioned a few episodes ago, right? So <clears throat> he's in uni at the moment and he says that there is a guy um, that has taken a liking to him. Right, so I'm assuming this other guy is gay. Um, mm-hmm. So this gay guy has taken a liking to him, and he's actually approached him and said, "Oh, the a listen, dog, uh, I'm really, really into you, um, and I'm actually at the point where you know I fantasize a lot about you because you're just Wait. so damn sexy." Um, so, so, so the question here is, you know, gents, how do I? deal with the situation obviously in a very politically correct way to let him know that you know there's no chance like i'm not really about that type of thing honestly bro that's the best policy and you the the, the sooner the better because you don't want to get such things you know fester and then you'll end up hurting that person's feelings or offending them um so so if you go and you say hey chief Danko, danko. 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 
thanks for the compliment but uh i'm not interested and don't make it seem like i'm not into like guys you'll be like ah i'm, I'm just not interested wait why can't you Either say you i'm not into guys well you can I, I don't know i'm just not all about offending people so you'll be like i'm not interested which chief is. this person said then you make it a you fantasize i'm out. not yeah, then you just say, look, thank, uh, I, I will, you won't even say thanks, she's like, I'm not interested. Misha. What would happen if you went to up to a, a babe and you told her, listen, a babe that didn't like you, and you said, listen, I'm fantasizing about you? Okay, she'd be offended. <laughs> but freaked out. It'd Maybe be hashtag scared. stop saying that real quick. But I mean, I, 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 for the most part, I do agree with you in terms of just be, be, be frank, my guy, be frank. Uh, and be like, listen, you know, I appreciate it, thanks, but no thanks, you know. Okay. Uh, I'm not. You know, like how Tolly let us down with the damn Charlie But she did leave the door open, though. That's the thing. So are you trying yeah. to? Are you, are you trying to tell the brother to leave the door open? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that's that's so a he can, story. he can choose. He can choose to close the door and be like, hey, look, chief, mm-hmm. I'm not there, and never in a million years. But obviously, like you have to be considerate about how you communicate such things. You never want to hurt anyone's feelings or offend people. But you know what, Senna? Uh, I've uh, been thinking about this, hey? And I, I feel like when I reflect on all of my encounters with, you know, gay guys hitting on, hitting on me, and I've had quite a few, I, I actually, I'm starting to think and lean towards them ranking higher than girls hitting on me. I think that's where like I'm in at. terms of the numbers. No, 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 not in terms of the numbers, but in terms of the feeling chuffed. That feeling of like, oh, you know, oh. a girl hits on you, you're like, oh, okay, I like that, right? Even if you reject them or whatever, and it goes nowhere, but you yeah. still you like the fact that someone you know shot their shot. I, I actually, yeah. it's starting to rank higher for me. For for me, when so uh, you feel like it's a more yeah compliment from yeah from because this, yeah. yeah that's interesting because a lot of the guys and all the experiences that I've had it's 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 guys who again would be the 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 fem the, the feminine one and I would be the 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 male in the the relationship whatever the masculine whatever right so in my mind I'm like listen. This person finds me so attractive that they would want me in them. You know, it's like that's that's a compliment. You know what I mean? Like that's that's a compliment of the highest order. Because first of all, you've been around guys. Niggas are disgusting, right? Someone's don't bath. You know, don't brush their teeth. Like so. So again, they've done a basic evaluation of me, and he said, you know what, Chumbla, yeah. Yeah, that's 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 a man right there. You know what I mean? So it's just like I'm starting to think about it, and I'm like, yo, time, 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 time. You know, it's like I, I, I should be a little bit more grateful when I get hit on by gay guys. I think that's 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 what I'm leaning towards now. I think mm, at first it was a little bit of like, no, you know, it's like nah, fam. Like, yeah, you're owning it now. I think I'm owning it because I, I mean, yeah. With if it's a hand, it's like yeah, but you know, obvious. Lajba, <laughs> mm. you know what I mean? It's like it's 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 yeah. it's, 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 it's standard procedure. But then, I often think it takes a lot of bravery for gay guys to approach other guys. Like I'm, I'm always the guy that's that's some brave. That's I don't think. Brave I think I don't think on their part it, it's brave because they they really just be empty in the clip, bro. 
Like <laughs> really? Oh no, no, they really be empty in the clip. I I, I don't know. Dude, you don't know. Like I feel it's brave because you don't know who you're approaching. First of all, you know that majority of well, I think it's majority. Majority of guys are probably straight, and in any event, mm. if you're approaching them, you're more likely to get rejection on the basis of who they're not into guys in general. That's mm-hmm. the first one. Yeah. And then there's the second part, Wuti, or he may not actually just like you if he is. So you're dealing with two layers of rejection. Then the third one is you might actually even get hate. True. From such you're risking person. that. You're risking you're that. You're risking that as well. I think that's brave. But I feel like it's 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 more of a level of I don't give a fuck. You know, I'm I I, 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 see, I see an ass that I like and I'm gonna go for it. And you know, you go for it. Whatever happens is whatever happens. You know, YOLO. And and I, I do appreciate that that attitude. I wish I had that attitude. Um, you know, in college and stuff like that. Because it takes a lot to step up to a girl, you know, and for them to just be like, you know, I, I think I even spoke about a time where I was in, um, we were in this bar and this one guy pulled me, like pulled me, like I'm literally, you know, like one of them bars that are four, yeah? And you're kind of swimming through people and this this guy literally grabs my hand, pulls me back, kisses my hand and is like, oh my God, you are just a very gorgeous man. I just wanted to tell you that. I was like, sure, you know, but like, you know, with this perspective now, I'd have been like, you know, I would have been a bit more thankful. Like, yeah, appreciate <laughs> that, bro. Yeah, I appreciate that. So I think, gents, okay. think about it. Have a second, think about it. You never know because it's like it just if you are appealing to two two markets, not just one, two, bruh. Because you know, it means you're I, doing something right. It means you're doing something right because it's like, fam, hey. Two is better than one. <laughs> Quick man. <laughs> um, all right, so last ones. Let's see here. Have you read them? Uh, let me actually open them up. Let me open them ah, up. It's on Center um, Home Essay. Like, um, okay, okay. So here we go. <laughs> are you? Are either of you eating the steak from Salt Bay's knife or letting that man feed you? Funny nah. enough, I actually had uh, we talk the about episode that... So it was the episode that I tried to get out with Milo. Yeah. Where we spoke about it, but then it didn't go anywhere. Short answer is no. Uh, we probably <laughs> spoke about it last week as well. Uh, the short answer is I. Tuma. It, it, it's 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 that thing. Yeah, Tuma. Uh, also, but then would you let him feed your girl? No. Nope. Let me. Eat. Give me the knife. <laughs> the way Milo said it, Milo's like this nigga. <laughs> no, Milo. Oh, Milo, <laughs> Milo like, this nigga gonna take the knife and then put his meat in your girl's mouth and you're just supposed to watch. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, duh. kind of cuck shit is that, bro? Like, nah. But nah, the funny nah. thing is, you're paying thousands of dollars to go to the restaurant for the experience, apparently, and that's where people were coming from saying that, yeah, masculinity is so fragile, it can't take someone just feeding you with meat. I'm like, feeding someone is so affectionate. It's things that I see it being done to lovers and mm-hmm. babies. <laughs> Someone else is doing it to you. It, God, it's not just like a zinc. Like, nah, bro, she can pick that knife up, right? So if I'm not feeding her, she, ah, I'll be like, Chief, fuck her on the plate. Drop it on the plate. Nah, and I'm not letting man feed me. I'm also taking nah. it by hand, Shem. Um, I think so I yeah, might, I that, I might that, end up going to Salt Bay's restaurant. I'll take I'll, uh, I'll take a baby to the Salt Bay's restaurant. Oh, and yeah, let, yeah. Me, let me see if he tries this shit. And I'll cause a scene for for I'll do it for the gram. 
<laughs> what, if, what if your fiance is like, but babe, we pay so aye. much money. Can you just let him feed? No. Oh, uh, what? Feed him. Feed you what? Feed you what? Is he, pay, is he paying the bill? <laughs> if he's paying the bill, then sure. <laughs> if he, if it's on me, then he's putting that meat on the plate, and he's, you know, saying, "Hi right, guys, how was your meal? Okay, okay, great, great, bye bye." Because I, I don't fuck with that. Nah, nah. Give my dad thing. Um. The second one. The second one. Uh, I'll do the it? second. One. Yeah. So how do you tell how do you tell a man of five years that he needs to earn more in order for us to have a future together? Uh, got together five years ago. She's been getting promotion after promotion, and he's stayed still. Oh, the, oh it goes on. Ah, but then how do you go and put an audio note on top of that? So to her, now, now she wants to know when to have the conversation, how to approach the subject, because she's basically invested. She's she's invested in his potential five years. She, she invested in his potential five years ago, and he hasn't lived up to it. The man sold a dream. Basically, but doesn't, doesn't I mean, this, this is a... We should actually touch more on this next week just mm. about you know financial expectations and relationships and, and all that stuff but i think in short um i i always say that when you're not happy with someone mm. she i'm done she i'm done uh, this is the thing that build resentment you know you might actually love your person like you think he's dope dope personality yeah he's good for you all these things but if if something like finance is like a huge deal for you, then reconsider and, and be out, because ultimately you you end up resenting Mugai just because he's not progressing. Then he will end up resenting you because you're expecting him to progress. Now you're both hating each other, living in the same roof mm. over something which I don't know might be changeable. Maybe it's not. But yeah, I think it all formed part of such a bigger conversation about finances and relationships and yeah. should guys be, I don't know, earning more than the girl, all yeah. those things. It's, it's all under the same ambit. Yeah, I think, <clears throat> hey, sh- I don't know, bro. Like, you're watching your hand get promotion after promotion and you're not moved. Like, I don't know. I, I'm a bit uncomfortable I'd be it, but uncomfortable, personally speaking. Uh, I, I like it if we're competing in a good way, right? Where she's pushing me to be the very, very best I can be and vice versa, right? That's perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just, I don't know. Again, maybe it's because of, you know, where I grew up, who my parents were, you know, that whole thing. It's just, it just doesn't, yeah. fall. I can't explain it. I can't give you a you know a perfect explanation as to why it doesn't make sense to me but it literally does not make sense to me um why you would as he with that. i guess my other question is is he like broke broke or he's just not progressing because i think those are two things right um okay there's that song egasimi mm. you know you probably know it yeah where she spoke about it hey yeah, we spoke about it. But then you turned in Bella, but And she was basically saying she'd never date Umahlalela or she doesn't yeah. want to be with Umahlalela. So stuff like that, I think for me, if it's important for you, there's some people who it's not a big deal for. But if, you know, seeing your person progress, you know, financially or whatever is important. Yeah. 
I then definitely, you know, I won't say stick to you, but stick to your to to your lane. Yeah, yeah, no, hundred percent, hundred percent. But uh, yeah, no. Anyway, we'll expand on this uh, another time. But I think that's that's uh, that's it, right? Yeah, that should be it. Um, this 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 uh, listener also says shout out to Claude from AFTV. You know Claude from AFTV. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he passed away. Um, and the way it's looking is apparently the suicide. Wow. Because, yeah, dog. Um, it was just too big. You know, it, it it might be too big for us to tackle here. Yeah. But apparently, it also stems a lot from social media abuse. Um, mm. And the one thing that I've started doing. It's a, it's a decision I made probably about two years ago on like Twitter. Mm. Is if I don't have anything good to say on the platform, rather I don't say it. Okay. Rather I just leave the topic. <clears throat> so this guy, like football fans will know, every time Arsenal lost, uh, Claude would be one of the guys interviewed, and he was like seriously going He's the big, the big white guy. The big white guy, yeah. So if you watch Arsenal fan TV, you'd know him. So it's 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 one of those things where I think social media companies need to step in and and improve how you track people that abuse yeah. other people in life. Even Henri, this uh, he's he's like coming off all social media platforms until they do something. Um, so yeah, man. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, again, we can talk about this uh, next week even, but I, I, I don't know how they, what, I don't know. I guess I'll, I'll do a bit of research into what exactly, uh, you know, the Facebooks, the Twitters of the world and whatever, what can they do, right? ID um, number, it's the only way. Yeah, because, I mean, at the end of the day, it's, you know, anyway. But yeah, we can, we can definitely go into that. But uh, no, uh, rest rest in peace to, to Claude and yeah arsenal fan tv won't be the same um but yeah hey why would you have to bring this up at the end of the, 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 the it's there it's there man sent it through oh, God. you know what chief Fusegi for sending that through and making <laughs> things awkward at the end um but ish yeah anyway guys it's been another installment of uh of six foot weights um yeah do the things rate the podcast retweet the thing rate comment subscribe all of that stuff you know you know you guys it's consuming oh, wait 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 that. before we go before we go before what? we go uh, what? did you see that thing i posted last week what thing? mr price ring 29 rand i'm just saying yeah uh, <laughs> i'm just saying <laughs> okay i'm just saying Mrs. we should bring we should bring Wuche back to to, to, to evaluate about that, okay, to evaluate that's pity pity. M- Mrs. IP Thursday, if you're listening, your your ring is going to cost not more than thirteen dollars from Mr. Price. FYI. Hallelujah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I dog. Later. Later.